Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Breaking news, brothers and sisters. Johnny Ace has been accused of being a stool pigeon. That's right. They are accusing Johnny Ace of working together with the Alphabet Boys to bring down the godfather known as Vincent Kennedy McMahon. This is incredible news, an incredible twist in this crazy WWE Vince McMahon Johnny Ace lawsuit brought on by Miss Janelle Grant. So, the question is, do we continue to call him Johnny Ace? Or is he Henry Hill Laurinaitis? A stoolie is what they're calling this man. Oh my goodness. And now the question is, what's going to happen between the Alphabet Boys and Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Vince, I know you listen to this show. Let me give you some sage advice, my man. You need to take the example from Henry Hill Laurinaitis and you need to flip But who is your godfather, Vince? There's only one man, the Donald. That's right, Bigley. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, flip on Donald Trump. I know that Joe, the breakdancer Biden, would love it because popcorn is a bad dude. This is how you put yourself in a position where you don't end up as part of the new version, the 60 days in version of the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club because Vince, in this version, the new version, instead of being the receiver of the ass kissing, you'll be the ass kisser. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast, a show about pro wrestling and everything else. Crazy, crazy news there, folks. Johnny Ace, a.k.a. Henry Hill Laurinaitis, that's what I'm going to call him going forward, a stoolie. My goodness. For all you kids who don't know what that is, look it up. But uh, wow, what a, what a, what a twist. Listen, I warned everybody. I, I said that this guy, uh, I believe, could argue that he himself, Johnny Ace, Henry Hill Laurinaitis, he himself was uh, could argue he was a victim of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And sure enough, that's exactly what his lawyer said in public. His lawyer said a lot of things in public, including WWE knew that Ashley Mazzaro had been sexually assaulted on a military base. That was something that WWE had stated in, in documents that they had no knowledge of uh, prior to everything that came out later on, lawsuits and what have you. But Johnny Laurinaitis, a.k.a. Henry Hill Laurinaitis, the stoolie, he stated that no, (laughs) WWE absolutely knew. So that's interesting. This is just fascinating stuff. Uh, It's clear that the Alphabet Boys are closing in. 
putting the handcuffs and doing the perp walk for one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That that is right around the corner, folks. And I'm telling you, Vince, flipping on bigly Donald Trump, <laughs> that's the way to go. That's how you avoid a serious hard time. Because certainly, you know, human trafficking and the vi- financial crimes and what have you, hard time is in your future there, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That is the word on these pro wrestling streets. Anyway, breaking news, TNA, Impact Wrestling, the the company formerly known as NWA TNA, right? They have let go of Scott Diamore. Diamore. They let him go. People are shocked. Okay, you have you have Impact contracted talent you have fans. They are demanding answers. They want to know how, why, what's going on here? Because all signs are pointing towards Impact Wrestling improving upon their uh, previous status as being one of the worst promotions in the world. Suddenly, they have been looking pretty good. You know, more people are watching. More people are talking about them. They've had some high-profile folks working with them, like Trinity Fatu. I mean, all things have been looking up for them. So it is it is shocking that you would remove the president of the company when the company is seemingly doing so well. Now, <laughs> let us not forget there were allegations of sexual harassment that were levied against Scott Diamore, right? Let's not forget that um, there's been some confusion regarding Scott Diamore. Dating knockouts or a knockout in particular. How is the president of the company dating someone whose entire career in that company is in their hands, essentially? You know, that, that's, a, that's a power dynamic that the law says is uneven. So when you ask the question, well, how could this happen? I don't know. I don't think you need to look too far to figure it out, right? Now, Anthem is is being professional. They're saying, hey, we want to go in a different direction. That's the way it is. Of course, the dirt sheets are going crazy. Scott Diamore, he, he, tried to, he tried to buy the company, and that's why he was canned. Or Anthem Sports, they want to control the company more, so they had to get rid of Scott. Does that even make sense? Does that even make sense? The guy that they put in charge is not even a guy who's ever run a wrestling promotion before. So what do they do? They have folks like Tommy Dreamer and Gail Kim managing the talent, dealing with the storylines, et cetera, et cetera, right? Wrestling people are running the nuts and bolts of the, of the uh, company. That doesn't sound like a, a, a larger company trying to, quote unquote, control things more. And if you own the company, it's not as if the president could go off and do whatever they want outside of what you mandate. So that's not real life. Eventually, we're going to find out what happened there, but um, I am definitely concerned that it has something to do with previous allegations, and hey, stay tuned for that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure a lot of you are not going to like the fact that I'm bringing that up again. It's already been put out there in the public sphere. I'm just regurgitating things that have already been stated, right? Talents who were there, who, who made it clear that they were being sexually harassed, uh, by multiple members of the upper echelon of leadership within Impact Wrestling at the time, now known as uh, TNA Wrestling once again. That's that's not a secret. 
So, and, and there was a company investigation and all that good stuff there. So, you know, stay tuned on that. But crazy, crazy day there, week, month, year happening in pro wrestling in general. On the flip side, you, you have AEW. They're advertising the fact that they're coming back to Boston. And they're dropping hints. Looks like Mercedes Monet, the woman formerly known as Sasha Banks, is going to make an appearance. So does this mean that she's officially signed with AEW? We'll see. We'll see. I'll tell you this much, though. If you want to sell out the Boston Garden, you damn sure better make sure that uh, somebody like Mercedes Monet is actually wrestling. I would, I would assume that you're going to promote the fact that she's wrestling. That will sell the place out. If she's just making an appearance, that's not going to sell the place out. I don't believe it. I could be wrong. CM Punk was able to sell a place out in Chicago, and, and he wasn't wrestling. So maybe they're they're banking on the fact that uh, Mercedes Monet is such a big entity, such a big name, such a big brand, that maybe she'll be able to do like Punk did. I'm not convinced. And I say that as a fan of Sasha Banks. I say that as somebody who continues to monitor Mercedes Monet and what she's done in Japan and what have you, I don't believe that she's going to be able to sell out that venue um, without wrestling. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But that's exciting news. Tony Khan, is he turning the corner? You know, AEW has featured the least amount of women's pro wrestling on television throughout its entire history as a company, right? When you compare them to all the other television programming from the major brands, WWE, Impact, we, we won't even mention WOW, but you know when you compare AEW to all those other shows, Raw, SmackDown, Impact on Access TV, and then you have the AEW shows, Collision, Dynamite, Rampage, AEW features the least amount of women's wrestling. One match per television episode. That's it, right? That's what they average every year. Doesn't change. Some episodes, they might have multiple women's matches. But when you average it out for the year, it's one match per television episode, per show. Disgusting. So if you sign somebody like Mercedes Monet and you have incredible talent, like a, like a Thunder Rosa, you have people on your roster, uh, Tony Storm. Uh, Layla Gray, who you're not really doing much with right now, the Renegade Twins, who are on the on the come up, in my opinion, right? We could do some things with the Mercedes Monet in that in that roster, right? Maybe she can help some of those folks who clearly are abysmal in the ring actually learn how to do something that makes sense. You know, she could teach some of them to stop doing uh, uh, moon salts when they have no business doing moon salts. They land on their face half the damn time, right? She, she can really teach the majority of the roster, male or female, a thing or two about wrestling and about how to make it make sense without hurting each other. Imagine that. We'll see. We'll see. But stay tuned. I definitely be watching. Again, big Mercedes Monet fan. And if AEW is going to invest in women's wrestling, then great. You know, you're, you're finally checking one of the boxes that we've been calling you out about since day one. Imagine that. Other news in the uh, pro wrestling landscape, it is still unclear what the main event at WrestleMania is going to be this year. 
we thought we were moving in the direction of Roman Reigns versus The Rock. Then at the WrestleMania press conference, Cody Rhodes says he picks Roman Reigns to be his opponent in the WrestleMania main event. So on the surface, that's a change. And now that, okay, so that's going to happen. But is The Rock really not going to be involved? Is this Tribal Chief match really not going to happen? I don't believe that. I don't buy that by for a second. And I think what WWE is doing, this whole episodic cliffhanger stuff, is fantastic. It's great marketing. In the wake of the fact that the, the former chairman of the board, former president of the company, the creative force behind taking a company that he bought from his father for a million dollars and then eventually selling it some 40 years later for what? $9 billion? That's incredible. <laughs> I don't care if you account for in- inflation. That's a big uh, come up there, so to speak. So in, in wake of that individual and all of the misconduct and the NDAs and the nonsense and the horrific things that he, that he is accused of doing to people, some of these things that we know he's done, claiming that it's consensual, which I guess we'll have to sort that out in court. But um, for WWE to have this type of positive buzz in wake of all of that other stuff coming out, that's, that's a hell of a marketing machine. Let me tell you that, folks. But don't be surprised if some of your favorite executives in WWE are let go. I don't think most of the folks who we're giving credit to right now are going to make it to SummerSlam. I think they'll be gone before then. So time will tell. We'll see. We certainly will see. Moving on, uh, (laughs) there is something going on in New Japan Pro Wrestling that is not good. Their stars are getting injured, if you can even call them that. Um, People are leaving. Okada being the number one person is not returning to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Did not uh, sign a new deal and what have you. New Japan is in a transition period. And this may be the the most challenging transition period that they've had since the inception of the company. They do not have star power right now. Not available. They don't have anybody who can attract a large global audience in any way, shape, or form. They just don't. Who the hell is watching New Japan Pro Wrestling these days other than niche folks? It's a very exclusive club as, oppo- as opposed to being inclusive. Who the hell is watching that program? They're on Access TV. Barely anybody watches. There's nobody to watch. I'm not saying that to be derogatory to all the hardworking uh, men. I can't even say men and women. Men. Because New Japan Pro Wrestling continues to be a sexist uh, disgrace. They don't feature women's wrestling on a regular basis on their, on their cards. So I'm going to call it what it is, sexist nonsense, segregated nonsense. They they don't have any star power. Nobody cares about New Japan Pro Wrestling outside of their niche. I don't know. It's a money loser, that company. It's a money loser for their owners. Even in a good year, it's still a money loser. So we'll see what's going to happen there with New Japan, but boy. How much longer are they going to be featured on Access TV, for instance, when they're really not delivering any eyeballs that are worth uh, marketing to, paying attention to, 
just not getting it done. Huh. It's incredible. But um, we'll see. I mean, there's there's a lot of shakeups going on in wrestling. A lot of executives being moved out. Some new faces being moved in. All I can say is that change is good, in my opinion. I think that pro wrestling needs to evolve. And that's not going to happen without some fresh people with some fresh ideas. So stay tuned. That's all we can say about that for sure. Anyway. Uh, there's an interesting situation going on and I'm going to end on this note. This is a short one here, folks. I got, let me tell you something. I got about four interviews that have already taken place that I have not aired yet. And to those four individuals, you, I'll get you next week. We'll get you on. I'm not going to put you on any controversial episodes and hurt your prospects because the whole point of this show is to help shine a positive light on indie wrestlers who are trying to make a name for themselves help shine a positive light on wrestlers who may have retired and, and maybe history has has forgotten about some of them and help shine a positive light about some of our heroes, right? Also expose some of these scumbags who are affiliated in pro wrestling. Yeah, th- those are all the things we do here, but I'm very particular. I'm not going to take somebody with an innocent name, innocent prospects, and put them on an episode where I literally just took every executive at the upper level of pro wrestling to task. I'm not going to do that. So, again, next week, uh, expect at least three, possibly four solid interviews. I might even just put it all in the same episode and just say, hey, here's your mixed bag, because great conversations uh, for sure. But I'm going to end on this. There's a uh, developing story that's happening, and there's a lot of things going on that seem a little screwy to me. So I'm going to give my take on this. And a lot of people are offended that I have stepped in on this. But hey, you know, the truth is the truth. And we're going to pursue the truth. And we're not going to play games about it. There is a viral set of clips going around on YouTube, on X, all over the place here. A promotion, Soft Ground Wrestling, based out of Uganda. Some fantastic young men and women, from what I can see. They have a love for pro wrestling. They're putting on wrestling matches in a place that doesn't have a a home wrestling promotion base. They don't even have a ring. They're literally doing it in the mud. And they've taken what looks like bamboo and created posts and they've taken some type of wire and created, you know, what we would consider ring ropes. And these folks are, are putting on some some matches. And they look pretty good actually. They all you know, they almost look like they're trained. They look better than some of these goofballs that are on TV these days. Anyway, shout out to our brothers and sisters in Uganda who are part of this SGW promotion. I have no reason to have any issue with them. I think these are innocent bystanders. I think these are wrestling fans. These are aspiring wrestlers who are trying to do something fun and positive. And I think um, the world has embraced them for the most part, at least within the wrestling community, because we all understand that. That all makes sense to us. And when we see them and the joy that they have with what they're doing, it's easy to to um, cheer for them and hope for the best. 
a GoFundMe was created and solicitation was initiated. And someone tagged me in a post regarding the GoFundMe. Hey, Duke, just want to bring this to your attention, which is cool. You know, obviously share the word and all that good stuff there. So I started looking into it because there were a few things that didn't make any sense to me right off the bat. There was a person named Jake who is not in Uganda, is not from Uganda. And based on what they've said, you know, previously didn't even have any kind of relationship with the uh, soft ground wrestling Uganda folks. This is somebody who was online who reached out to them and who offered to quote unquote help them with their GoFundMe campaign. So that's red flag number one. Red flag number two, this is a person who referred to the SGW Uganda folks as these people. Super red flag, these people. When you start doing the these people, the those people, the you people, that's coded racist language. Straight up. When you refer to black folk in those terms, that's coded racist language, whether intentional or or unintentional, that's what it is. There have been countless <laughs> books and, 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 and lectures and discussions and podcast episodes, skits and comedy specials where we're reminded of this. Hey, all that these people, those people, you people, that doesn't work over here. It's coded racist language. You're trying to 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 separate when you when you speak in those terms. Right. And when you separate in that manner. Traditionally, you're also trying to create some type of less than environment, which is why it's such a, a sensitive uh, term, especially in the United States. So for somebody in the United States to use that, ooh, super red flag, right? Okay. So, so the person, quote unquote, Jake, I don't know if that's this person's real name. It's what they're calling themselves, Jake. Person, no photos of themselves on their social media. So we don't know who this person is. Don't really know much about them. Very low follow, follower count. Very low history. Um, so this is a person who may not necessarily be who they're portraying themselves to be. Super red flag. You're in the United States. You don't know these these brothers and sisters in Uganda, but you're going to manage their GoFundMe campaign. What is going on? So I started questioning that openly on X and got a little pushback. The person, Jake, said, hey, I inbox me. We could talk about this further. Super red flag. Why are we talking in the inbox? You, you, you can speak publicly. You're asking for money publicly. Why can't you speak about the ins and outs publicly? Super red flag. But okay. I obliged. And we spoke in the inbox. And this Jake individual proceeds to double down on the fact that there's no way that they personally are going to be in possession of donation funds. In fact. Someone from the SGW uh, Uganda side has set up a PayPal and the PayPal is tied to the GoFundMe and the funds will go directly to the PayPal and then they'll be able to withdraw it and, and spend it to get a new ring and whatever else they need. Well, none of that is true. And I proceeded to to outline both publicly on X and in this private um, chat <laughs> with quote unquote Jake, that everything that you're describing is just not possible. 
It doesn't work that way. So either you're ignorant, which is possible, or you're being deceptive. But either way, it's not okay. Because even if you were ignorant, the fact that you didn't do the research to find out how you can fundraise for people in Uganda and how you can legally get the money to them from the United States, mind you, that's a problem. You probably shouldn't be managing that. And if you're being deceptive because you have nefarious uh, uh, designs, then that's a bigger problem. And we definitely need to call that out. And we need to call attention to this. So. Mind you, people like Will Ospreay and a bunch of other folks uh, donated money, a lot of money. I think they've raised over $10,000 already, which is unfortunate because who doesn't want to donate to some wrestling fans and inspiring wrestlers and help them with their dream? People who clearly have a lot less resources in order to make something like that happen than folks here in the United States who can go to any wrestling school and pay the fee and and be in a ring and, and get gear and all that other good stuff, right? They have, we have the means to be able to make that happen. Even a person who's down on their luck can, can literally, I know of it. <laughs> so many wrestlers have talked about it. They broke into wrestling. They didn't have a dime. So they traded labor. I'll help keep the place clean or I'll help you in your small business or whatever in exchange for being trained. You train me, teach me how to become a pro wrestler, right? We, we are, we are, uh, we have the spoils. We have riches when it comes to helping people follow their dream of becoming a pro wrestler. But over in Uganda, that's just not the case. Okay. So, first of all, GoFundMe does not exist in Uganda. If you go into GoFundMe's website, they outline their terms very clearly and they give you a list of uh, countries that they operate within because GoFundMe is, a, is an American company. Uganda is not on that list. You cannot start a GoFundMe campaign in Uganda and then just pull the money. It doesn't work like that. You need somebody who is from a country like the United States uh, who can start a GoFundMe and they manage it, including the money, including the funds. And they'll have to take those funds to a third party in order to get those funds to you if you're in a country that GoFundMe doesn't operate. The fact that this quote-unquote Jake person didn't know that is a red flag, folks. That's a red flag. But it gets worse. Because see, PayPal, <laughs> remember, Jake said that their PayPal is tied to the GoFundMe, so the money's going to go directly to their PayPal. Well, PayPal does operate in Uganda, sure. But there are some interesting restrictions. <laughs> if you live in Uganda and you open a PayPal account, you can send money from your Ugandan PayPal account to anywhere in the nation or anywhere in the world, I should say. If you want to receive money through your Ugandan PayPal account, you can only receive money from other Ugandan PayPal accounts. Ugandan PayPal does not allow for money from outside of Uganda to go into a Ugandan PayPal account. They do not allow it. It's against their terms of use. Now, why is that? Well, 
Uganda is a sanctioned country. They have a lot of human rights violations issues. Even the World Bank has pulled back on providing financial uh, uh, business to Uganda. Especially as it relates to the way that they treat LGBTQ plus folks. Severe human rights violations. The United States has imposed sanctions on Uganda. So our businesses can't just freely operate with them. There are things that you have to do <laughs> that you wouldn't have to do for, for most other countries that we do business with. Simple as that. So this Jake person did not know or wasn't being clear about the fact that GoFundMe, there's no way for me to donate to a GoFundMe and it go directly to these Ugandan people without some third party being in the middle. The money has to go to the third party first. So I said, hey, Jake, <laughs> if they can't get money from PayPal and they certainly can't get money directly from GoFundMe, that means the money's going to you. No, 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 the money's not going to me. Yes, it is, man. Bro, you're breaking the law. What law am I breaking? This is what the guy says to me or person. I don't even know if it's a male. What law am I breaking? You, you tell me right now, demanding. You tell me what law I'm breaking. Then it turned into the avalanche. Because you know, Sniffles, <laughs> the, 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 the humanoid who can make an inhaling sound by quote-unquote blowing their nose. Huh, is that really possible? Sniffles and their flock, people who I have not interacted with. I don't know these folks. One of these young ladies who... who, who calls me a, a POS, and we're not talking about some, some type of point-of-sale system either. She called me something else there. She called me a POS. I don't know this lady. Our interactions, me and this lady have never had a, a, a conversation back and forth with each other. Anytime she pops up, it's always to defend Sniffles and, and do his bidding, right? And Sniffles and I have had multiple conversations, whether I wanted to be engaged in them or not. A few of them have, have been cordial, but most of them have been contentious because Sniffles, in my opinion, is a very uh, disturbed person who needs our prayers. We need to pray for this person. They, they really have some issues that I hope they work out. Anyway, people started attacking me. Hey, how dare you question Jake? And he's not, he's trying to do something positive and, and you're just coming in here starting trouble and oh and my favorite you're just trying to get engagement and you're trying to use jake to 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 boost your your brand jake the person with less than 500 followers i, I at the time i needed to to use them to boost me what am i boosting what am i boosting <laughs> what is it ever about me with this whole thing right i'm i need to be boosted by jake you folks don't even know me stop it I don't give a damn about being boosted. I'm not over here trying to be famous. If I was, I'd be out in the scrums like the rest of you. It's not like I don't have access. You see who, who were guests on my show. You see some of the names through the years, right? You think I have an issue with gaining access to the scrums? No, I get invited to be media everywhere. Promotions invite me to, to do commentary and be a guest and be more involved. And will you be a sponsor? And can you help us with this? Right? Some of the biggest names or some of the names that you cheer on, you talk about on television today 
I've assisted with bookings. Don't come to me with nonsense, folks. I don't need Jake, <laughs> quote unquote, to, to, to boost anything. What I do need during Black History Month is to not sit back and watch kind-hearted people who are donating money to try to do something positive and kind-hearted African brothers and sisters in Uganda who are trying to do something positive be potentially taken advantage of or at the very least be deceived by this quote-unquote Jake who either doesn't know what the hell they're doing, which that much, you know, it's got to be at least that much, or who definitely knows what they're doing and what they're doing is deceptive and a scam. Let me repeat. In Uganda, GoFundMe will not allow you to do anything. Let me repeat. PayPal doesn't allow you to receive money from outside of Uganda. If you're in Uganda, doesn't work like that. Not if you have a Ugandan PayPal account. Jake was not being truthful, either on purpose or by accident. Jake, because of me publicly pointing all of this out, updated the notes in the GoFundMe campaign. And ironically, still wasn't clear. Just said, hey, we're going to find another way to get them the money if the PayPal thing and the GoFundMe thing doesn't work. We're going to find a way and we're still working on it. We may have to set up a separate account and I may have to do this, slid that. I may have to set up a separate account and then we'll find. No, no. What this means is exactly what I said from the beginning. You're controlling the money. Why is this American person who, quite frankly, may not even be an adult, folks. Based on the way that they that they interact. And I even said to the person, are, are you an adult? Because if you're not, get your parents to talk to adults, man. No one wants to talk to you if you're not, if you're a child. What the hell is a child doing trying to facilitate uh, transferring funds to sanctioned nations <laughs> on the other side of the world? What the hell are we talking about, right? So n- no one wants to sit here and witness this kind of nonsense. To our brothers and sisters at Soft Ground Wrestling Uganda, I say it again. No issues with you. Nothing but love and respect for you. In my opinion, you need to find somebody who has more of a history, who it's clear who they are in the community. People know who they are or somebody who is a banker or something, right, who can assist you in making sure that whatever is set up, in the form of, of a donation situation, the money goes directly from whoever's donating to you. And it is possible. But you don't need this third party that you don't know, never met before, never never breathed the same air before, who you don't have, even have a history with until very, very recently, and who is a person who's not even somebody in pro wrestling in any way, shape, or form. It's not even like they're you know, media or promoter. It's not like there's some big time fundraiser either. They don't even have a fundraising history, at least nothing that they can point to and say, hey, this is what I do. I'm an expert on this. Here are some of the folks who I've helped. These are the campaigns. Here are their testimonies. You can speak to them freely and they'll they'll support the fact that I'm reputable and I'm okay. I want to know who the hell Jake is. 
because our friends at South Soft Ground Wrestling in Uganda, they've identified who they are. You see their face. They say their name. You can look them up. It's not very difficult. In fact, shout out to Sophia V. One of her relations actually went and visited the soft ground wrestling folks because Sophia has family in Uganda. She has Ugandan roots. That's where she's from, her family. (laughs) She's based in London, but she's always in Uganda as well. She was able to send somebody over there to to check out soft ground and, and let them know that there's love for them. And certainly they check out. Got no issues with them. Soft ground wrestling folks, you're solid. But this quote-unquote Jake character, nah, not rocking with that. It was done in a, in, a, in a very peculiar way to begin with, and I just don't know about that. That ain't the one. You're not going to entrust somebody who doesn't even have the, 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 the decency, in my opinion, to make sure that whatever they're setting up is even possible before they start asking people for money. You're soliciting people for money and everything that you're doing that you initially set up is not even possible. So it's inescapable. The money has to go directly to this person. Why the hell am I donating money to some folks in Uganda, Africa, and some individual in in God knows where, in, in the GoFundMe, it says they're in Pennsylvania. So let's just call it that who's in Pennsylvania in the United States of America, and they don't even know each other. Stop it. Not during Black History Month, never, but certainly not during Black History Month with the, with the, with the those people. Stop it. To all you folks out there who, who take issue with me calling attention to this and calling it out, good. I hope it hurts you to your soul that I'm willing to ask these types of questions and that I'm willing to do this type of research, basic research on the terms of use for GoFundMe and for PayPal and to recognize that what is being said was a lie (laughs) and that at least the the, the first round of the $10,000 was received with Inaccurate information being provided to people who donated money. They were led to believe one thing when in reality, something completely different is going to happen, right? If you have a problem with me pointing that out because you didn't take it upon yourself to trust but verify, to research, to check in, to make sure that this is okay, then good. Good for you. I hope it bothers you. But to those who know the real, here we go again. This is what we do. We got to check it out, man. I'm not putting my name, not putting my money towards something that turns out to, to just be a way to, to pad a scam artist's pockets. Why would I do that? That doesn't make sense. And you, you always want to think the best of folks. But again, if it was directly set up and facilitated by soft ground wrestling, there's nothing for me to question. The people in the video are the people who the money is going directly to without any interference from outside parties. I donate, they it goes into their account, they can pull it out. Is there a way to do it? Yes, there is. Does it require extra steps? Yes, it does. Can soft ground wrestling folks do it themselves? Of course they can. They were savvy, intelligent, skilled enough 
to create a makeshift wrestling ring, figure out how to do real wrestling moves without hurting one another, record it clearly, edit it properly, upload it to YouTube, get it to go viral, and get it to a point where damn near everybody in wrestling is talking about it. Big names like Will Ospreay are even donating money because they want to support them. That's how intelligent, skilled, able they are. Do they need, quote unquote, Jake to manage their money? Stop it, folks. Stop it right now. There's no banks in Uganda and bankers. Stop it right now, folks. Stop it. No one in soft ground wrestling has relatives outside of Uganda who could, you know, facilitate this. Stop it right now, folks. Stop it. They don't have relationships with anybody outside of Uganda who they could have gone to. They needed the stranger known as Jake <laughs> with no history. Nobody knows who the hell this guy really is or, or, or person. I'm going to say person. I'm not going to misgender them. Apologize for that. Could be, could be God knows what, right? It could be a damn Martian for all we know. It could be an AI bot for all we know. Stop it. Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter. Duke Loves Wrestling at gmail.com. I'm not calling it X. It's Twitter. I don't care. I'm old. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus. I don't want to be in these kind of situations where I got to call attention to stuff like this. Because, again, at the heart of it is these, these fantastic folks at Soft Ground Wrestling, who I'm rooting for. Right? And who I will highlight going forward. And who I do intend to interview going forward. And who I will give a shout out to and boost going forward. But I'm not going to share solicitation that clearly is not legitimate, whether intentionally or unintentionally. I'm not going to do it. And I caution everybody not to do it. People, people move first and then check later. And it's like, no, you need to check first, then move later. Come on, folks. Stop that. Anyway. Enjoy the Super Bowl <laughs> next week. I got a whole indie spotlight. Some great things. Like I said, I got some interviews that are in the tank. We're going to put them out. We're going to unleash. I know these folks, are di- they, they're waiting to have their, their stories be put out. I owe it to them. I'm going to do it. I'm going to deliver. I'm just not going to do it when I'm ruffling some feathers because I have the audacity to tell the truth on things. Imagine that. Anyways. Be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. <laughs>